dear Tyler, good morning. How are you? I hope you're good. I hope you really slept well. I hope you had fun so far this week and all. Um, yeah, it's nice to be able to reach out to you again. Um, so first and foremost, I know that the caption of the last episode was really, really... Um, I think for the lack of a better word, it was a very, very cheeky, very, very cheeky one because uh, I got your comments and a lot of the comments were like, oh, we, we were hoping to hear, um, you finally found someone, you're really getting married next year and all. You know, it's just part of the, the art you get of this whole podcast thing being able to come up with captivating captions to be able to draw an audience and in a while that has been the most listened podcast right so I think I got I think I got up to maybe like 56 56 listens and all you know, everybody was just, like, really checking it out. Uh, it was a fun experience, though, but I'm sure that we... Um, I'm sure that you're able to learn something um, from it. And, yeah, do I intend to get married? Yeah, I do, of course. I want to get married. And... Um, so, let me just let me just push this out. Next year won't be bad. Next year won't be bad for me to get married and all. And maybe I'll put this as like a little, a little treat for you. Once I've settled um, who she is, what I'll do is maybe we'll get to share our stories um, leading up to that point. So you guys should pray for me that she comes quickly, or I find her quickly rather, and so that we could have like real stories. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be nice. Um, I'll give the the recessions of how we met, how we started, you know, talking, the proposal, everything. Don't worry, you guys get to hear it. So, um, yeah, it's a. Uh, we're back again. Um, another episode. Uh, pretty. I'm pretty excited about this one.
when she did all of that. And I remember at that moment, I really didn't like Miss K. Mrs. K. I tried my best to avoid her because I just felt like she was always on my case. I was the only black child in my class. And there was just the way that she used to relate with the other white kids. And then I didn't have that relationship with her. So um, I'll never forget again. There was this time where um, I was dropped home. So the embassy, because of the busy schedules of um, their staff and all, the embassy organized the bus to be picking up the kids and taking them to school. And also, um, I usually used to be either were the first to be picked up or usually the first to be picked up and the last to be dropped. So I was the last person to be dropped. And when I got home, um, we lived in an apartment. Um, I could clearly remember in The Hague, um, Skaveningen, um, it was an apartment just facing the beach. So um, you would, you know, enter the main door and then you would um, buzz your house number. And then from the um, house, they would, it would trigger up like a teleprompter. They would get to see who is buzzing at the door and also. I, you know, buzzed, buzzed, buzzed my house, buzzed my house. And there was no response, right? And, like, I was, like, heavily depressed at that time. So, I, I remember I, I remember I peed in my pants at that time. But um, I kept on buzzing for, like, 30 minutes and nobody answered. And back then, there were no cell phones. There were no call centers. Um, just landlines, you know. And unknown to me, my mom had gone to the market and she hadn't come back, right? So she was expecting that um, the driver would wait to make sure that I enter the house. And he had already gone. So I stayed um, at that place and I was crying, you know, just a young child, I think like six, six, seven. I was just crying. And I noticed that a lot of white people um, passed by me. They would just look. They would see a black child crying and then they will just go. And I really wondered. I was like, what's going on? Like, nobody is even trying to find out what's happening. They were just passing by. I was just crying and all. So one woman with her child stopped by and they saw me, white, white lady. And she met me and she was like, hey, what's wrong? I was like, um, I came home and my mom is not around. Um, and then she was like, okay, I should follow her. So she took me to the, the police station. Right? She bought me Sprite. Um, I sat down with her son. I think the son gave me a toy or something. And we went to the police station. And then the police um, officers asked me some few questions, asked for who my dad was, where he worked, and then they called the embassy. And then um, a colleague of my dad came, picked me up, and took me to his house later on. Um, after work, dad came and picked me, and then we went home. So, but I remember going back home, and I was like, why is it that? Like, maybe over 10 to 15 people passed me. 10 to 15 people passed me. 
I never like even tried to find out what happened. Now I didn't have any idea of racism. I think it was growing up that I understood that okay, it was just like a racist culture at that time. Um, but I didn't really understand it. So I was just wondering, like, really what happened? So when I got to primary three, I met this teacher. Um, the first day of class, like, okay, so this is just, back then, that's really fine, really beautiful woman. And I was like, oh my God, she's so fine, she's so pretty. And so this seven, eight-year-old was crushing on his class teacher. Her name is Miss Clothia. Whenever I just think about her, I'm just so grateful. Miss Clothia. And so, the first day of class, she introduced herself, and it was really nice, hugged all of us, and then she was like, would you want to kiss? And I was like, yes. And so she gave me a kiss on my cheek, pecked her on my cheek. I felt extremely loved that day. I felt extremely, extremely loved. You know, that was the last time that I ever had like an inferiority issue in my class because of my skin color or, you know, just feeling like I was different or so. Because I was thinking she was going to reject it because... I was black. What really happened was, um, I think one of the, the kids in the class uh, was like, okay, he wanted a kiss and also she gave him, and I was just behind him and she was like, do you want one too? And I was like, yes. And she gave it to me. And from that day for, from that day on, when I went home, I remember because she was heavy on lipstick and all. I didn't clean the lipstick this kind. The lipstick was on my cheek and I went back home. From that day, I made a promise to myself when I was like, I was always going to make people feel special, irrespective of whatever condition that they have. Um, it was what drew me to the plight of people. Um, that's where my empathy really came from. I'm this kind of person that I'm always, always drawn to the people that are probably having challenges or, you know, spoken ill of. I am always, always drawn to them, right? Always, always drawn to them. And I... I remember, you know, just how the woman made me feel that day. And I told myself, and I was like, these are the people I would go for. I know how I felt when she came over to me, when she hugged me, and um, she told me, um, you know, just that kiss and all. I remember it vividly. I remember it vividly. And I told myself that I'm going to make people feel special. That's what my life is going to be all about. That's what my life is going to be all about. And so, um, 
you could be like I've, I've seen people that are like oh no I'm dirty I'm not wearing any like my clothes are not good I'm like you come hug um, you're in the worst condition you're in a very bad place I don't it, it doesn't really matter to me you get because all I remember right all I remember is Miss Claudia that hug and the kiss that she gave me to make me feel special make me feel special um to be honest I don't really know the lesson that we all could um like draw out from this honestly I don't know the lesson that we all could draw out from this but I just felt like I could I should share it because it it's it just left a very deep impression in me and and maybe the encouragement is you know find those moments that really transformed you for the better find those moments um and then use it to build your own value system as an individual you understand use it to build your own value system as an individual let it um motivate you let it challenge you um to be a better person i really don't know if i articulated this very well but because the world will give you reasons to turn back on certain things certain things that you know that are very good that are of a good report that are valuable right the world would give you a million and one reasons why you should do that and that's just the honest truth but um there's always that one person or that one event that was like a miracle for you cherish it whenever um people give me a reason to treat them bad to be honest what comes to my mind is that day when miss claudia hugged me and gave me a kiss on my cheek and i'm like if one person can go out of her way to make a guy feel special if one person can go against the norm i remember that lady too with her son that came and picked me when i was crying and all if one person can go out of the you know the norm out of the system to make me feel special then there is absolutely nothing i will not do to make others feel special too let us find reasons let us find reasons why we would do right let us find reasons why we would do right it's very important guard yourself guard your life guard your your whole vicinity your whole system with um with um with pointers that would lead you 
towards taking or making the right decisions or taking the right actions. It's very, very important, right? Um, so, yeah, that's the story of how my first kiss, maybe it's misleading as a topic, but, but how my first kiss really, 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 really um, changed me forever. Really changed me forever. So I hope that this really blessed you. I hope it inspired you in some way. Um, like I said, I'm sorry that it's not so articulate in the way normally, but yeah, this is, I think this is just me being raw, just being clean, right? I think I just need to emphasize this again, please. There must be something, there must be an experience you've had in this life. Somebody must have let you know that there are still good people in this world and that there is still good in this world. Hold on to those moments. Hold on to those moments. And let those moments build your convictions and let them build your values. Right? So yes, I love you, Tyler. I'm always rooting for you. I appreciate you big time. Right? So please and please um, do well to share this with your friends. Um, yeah. And do have an awesome day. Bye. Thank you.